good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? Good to have you in the podcast. Trust that you've had a good week walking with the Lord and knowing His reality and how He symphonizes and harmonizes all of life's events together. You know, sometimes those events don't always unfold the way we'd like them to. Uh, The scripture reading that we're going to be looking at today is actually uh, in Genesis 30 and and, and chapter 31. Uh, And I want to talk to you about in a word today, just as the overarching subject of the podcast would be in a word, envy. Are you familiar with that term? Envy. Envy is a bitter enemy to spirituality in your life. Uh, we have been reading recently in the life of Isaac and, uh, excuse me, of Jacob and his two wives, Leah and Rachel. And we've looked at, I, I have been reading Rachel's life here through the Bible reading, and you can really see in her life and as it unfolds, what a dreadful toll that envy really claimed in her life. You remember the story? You should have read it recently. You'll remember that Genesis tells us that Rachel envied her sister. Um, and there are several warnings about this from God's word that uh, that that uh, give us pause to think about. Proverbs 14.30, the Bible says, a sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. Galatians 5.26 says, Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another and envying one another. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 4, you read that genuine love, uh, charity, envies not. Folks, where there's envy, there's no love. And where there's where there is scriptural love, envy literally runs away. James 3.14, the Bible says, uh, James begged believers in Christ not to be envious. He said this, But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. Envy always brings other sins in its train. It never exists just on its own. Remember recently that uh, seeing a definition of envy, and it's wanting what another person has and feeling badly that I don't have it. Envy is disliking God's goodness to someone else and dismissing God's goodness to me. Envy is desire plus resentment. Boy, those are two poisonous things together. Envy is desire plus resentment. Envy is is anti-community against the other. The Apostle Paul said that we are to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Envy causes me to mourn when others rejoice and to rejoice when others mourn. And it's really dangerous because it's opposed to other people for the most part. Sins like greed and lust are simply about the gratification of my own personal desires. But envy not only seeks self-gratification, but it seeks to diminish the very one that I envy. Uh, I could illustrate it by saying envy is primarily a sin of the eye. In other words, it, it, it makes my brother's piece of cake look way bigger and better than mine. 
Uh, a child, I've seen this happen before, a child may have a hundred toys, but envy makes the one toy that a sibling asked to play with the most desirable of all. When it comes to envy, one man said, the eyes have it. Pardon the pun. But that is absolutely the case. Um, this is exactly what happened with Rachel in our Bible reading. She literally fretted against God. She was all worked up. Do you remember that passage when she spoke to Jacob in verse 1? Give me children or else I die. I've read that so many times and it just stuns me that you know that she was in the grip of paralyzing envy when she makes that kind of a statement because only God can give children. Basically, it's what Jacob uh, responded to her with, responded to her. Uh, only God, Psalm 127.3 says, children are heritage of the Lord. Any children we have are gifts from God. It was really foolish for Rachel to fret. I'm sure that it was a very uh, a very difficult time for her in her life, but she allowed it to carry on. Uh, I, I would suppose she was literally threatening almost to, she even asked for death. Give me children or I'll die, threatening to commit suicide. It was that passionate to her in her envious spirit. And it's interesting, she didn't, she didn't ask just for one child. She insisted on children, plural, more than one. She envied her sister and wanted the, bless, wanted the blessing that her sister had. She should have said, Lord, I'll be content with whatever you see fit to send me. Hebrews 13, 5 instructs us to be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Folks, our contentment and our satisfaction in this life is always wrapped up in our awareness of the reality of God in our lives. He becomes the end all and be all. Love and contentment will deliver you from envy and all of the companion sins that pile in as a result of it. Proverbs twenty three seventeen, the Bible says, Let not thine heart envy sinners, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. Job even said in Job 5, 2, For wrath killed the foolish man, and envy slayeth the silly one. Well, today, let's take the admonition to heart as we learn from Rachel's life that we ought to beware of envy and its nastiness that creeps into our lives it uh, ends up looking, the Bible, that's one of the Ten Commandments, to not be covetous. But a covetous in the sense of not just wanting what somebody else has, but diminishing them and diminishing their importance in light of our own or our perceived importance. Well, folks, let's watch out for that today. It's, it is particularly uh, easy for us to slip into that. We become susceptible because we live in a culture and a society that 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 um, makes a, a judgment call that says if you don't have this particular object, then you're somehow subpar, or you're not where you ought to be, or there's something wrong with you. And our desire is that we can only see ourselves successful if we have what somebody else wants. You remember that one toy that that child has because he's enjoying it. Uh, everybody else uh, desires that exact same toy. 
Let's remember to be content with what the Lord gives to us. Let's thank the Lord and be often in that mindset of saying, Lord, you've blessed me with so many things. I know this person has a bigger boat than mine. They have a larger house. But remember, those things aren't really going to satisfy. And if you had them, you wouldn't be happy anyway, because somebody would always have something bigger than that. That's always the case. You know, the old saying about owning a boat is the two most, the best days of owning a boat is when you buy it and when you sell it. And that's exactly the, you know, you got a bigger house, you're just going to have to spend more money to heat it. There's more things to repair. Uh, let's not be envious and allow our, our, our selfish flesh to rise up and make demands of things that are never going to satisfy anyway. Let's be content in the Lord today. Let's be grateful for what He's been pleased to give us and to walk in His love and in His supply that's never ending. God bless you today. Keep your eyes fixed on Christ and serve Him with all.